going to make a prediction. I reckon that uh, just about this time, in thousands upon thousands of churches around the world, people like me are standing up uh, and are addressing the folks who are gathered, and the theme of their message will basically be this. At this time, in the midst of this Christmas season, whatever you do, folks, don't forget what Christmas is really about. It's about the birth of Jesus, the Son of God coming into our world and taking upon himself human flesh. Don't forget that that's what Christmas is all about. Well, I'm going to dare to be a bit different this morning. For over the next few minutes, I'm going to talk to you about what Christmas is not about. I'm going to share with you reasons that do not explain why Jesus was born. That do not explain why the Son of God came into our world. That do not explain why he took humanity upon himself. And I've got four reasons. And they come from the New Testament. And better still, they come from Jesus himself. So let's see how we go. This is what Christmas is not about. If I was to ask you, what's the best known and most loved verse in all of the Bible? What would you say? I hear John 3.16. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life brilliant what's the next verse what's john 3 17 that was a rhetorical question <laughs> simmer down for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. You see, if we're going to understand what Christmas is really about, we're going to need to understand this. Jesus did not come to condemn. He didn't come to bring the judgment of God upon sinners. And how different it could have been. You know, it's not that the world was far better 2,000 years ago. The world was just as full of violence and injustice and immorality. People were just as consumed with Greed and selfishness and lust back then as they are today. But Jesus didn't come to crush. He didn't come to bring 
the deserved, the earned, the merited judgment of God. Rather, he came to save. I like to think of it like this. Jesus did not come on a mission from heaven to search and destroy. He came to seek and to save. And, you know, we're so familiar with this. But as sinners, what a tremendous sense of relief we should feel. When we understand what that first Christmas was about. God has not dealt with us. As our sins deserve. He did not come to punish. I've shared this illustration with you before. But it always comes into my mind when I think of that verse. When I was a young lad. Probably maybe first form, second form, year eight, year nine, whatever it is. I tortured my parents because I was a terrible thief. And I I don't know who contaminated who, but there was myself, Nigel, my brother, and my brother's best mate, a guy called Davy Mackey. And we got in this way of going where after school, we would all link up and we would basically hit the local shops, newsagents, that sort of thing. And we would steal. I had actually a hole cut in the pocket of my coat so that I could push the packets of chewing gum along right round there. But we hit a bad we hit a bad patch because three days in a row we got caught. And on the last day it was Davy Mackey's turn. He got caught, the shopkeeper got him, brought him into the, the office at the back, took his details and says, you know, I'm going to be in touch with your parents. I'm going to notify the police. <coughs> and so we all went back to the family, our family home. And we were trying to, get our, trying to get our story straight. Where are we going to go with this? Now, I should say, my dad was in the police for 31 years. In those 31 years, I saw my dad get out of a police Land Rover, the meat wagon, once. What day do you think it was? Well, I'll tell you what happened. We were in the front room downstairs, panicking. We've been rumbled. When the police Land Rover pulls up, we didn't hang around to see what was happening, but we just panicked. We panicked. Davy more than panicked. He just said, oh, oh. he got in behind the settee and said, don't tell him I'm here. Don't tell him my dad will kill me. A couple of minutes later, my dad walks in the front room. He was probably getting his car serviced or something, and he'd got the guys to drop him off. But you see, I'm sure he wanted to know what Davy was doing behind the settee, mind you. But you see the sense of relief. Now, this is a trivial example, folks. But the sense of relief when we saw that the forces of law and order, the people who were there to, you know, to catch and to punish, When they showed up, but they weren't there for that purpose. Such a trivial little example, but the sense of relief that we felt. Here's, I I, I put it like this. When Jesus came into the world, 
He did not come to bring the judgment of God. He came to bear it. That's the truth of Christmas. He did not come to judge, but to save. And that meant that he took the judgment. So that's the first reason Jesus didn't come. This this does not explain Christmas. He didn't come to judge, but to save. Second one, Jesus said this in Matthew 20, verse 28. The son of man, that's how Jesus referred to himself. The son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. And to give his life a ransom for many. The reason why so many people do not get the wonder of Christmas is this. They don't understand who was born in that stable. The Christ child, the one we call Jesus, is none other than the eternal son of God. This is how the apostle Paul describes the one who was born as a baby in the manger. Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he emptied himself. He made himself nothing. Taking the form of a servant and was made in human likeness. Do you see what Paul is saying? Jesus did not begin at Bethlehem. Jesus came at Bethlehem. The son of God came into our world at Bethlehem. And the one who is in his own essence God chose to become a servant. The one who had the right to be served, who held all divine prerogatives, all the entitlements that he had as God, he set them aside and came into our world to meet our need. And it's very hard to take that in. We don't have a category for that. The Son of God did not come 2,000 years ago to be served, but to serve. And we say, how amazing is that? Well, I'll tell you something even more amazing. Because what did that service involve? He did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Jesus didn't come to be served But he did come to die. He came to be born as a man. That he might be the sinner's substitute. And offer himself as a sacrifice in our place. We sing the hymn. Think of the words of this. From heaven you came, helpless babe. Entered our world, your glory veiled. Not to be served, but to serve and give your life 
that we might live. This is our God, the servant king. He calls us now to follow him, to bring our lives as a daily offering of worship to the servant king. Jesus did not come to condemn the world, but to save it. Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Thirdly, and Jesus is the speaker again, Mark 2, 17. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. I don't know about you, but I do find it deeply ironic what we have done to Christmas. Now let me say for the record, especially if there's any nervous parents here, I am not into Santa bashing, okay? I'm as happy as the next guy to leave out the glass of milk and the the cookie for Rudolph or whatever. But tell me, what is the narrative that is played out in every home. What do parents tell their kids about Santa, this figure who's now at the centre of Christmas? Santa's only going to come if you're a good boy, if you're a good girl. Santa doesn't come to naughty children. I was reading a book recently of sort of Advent devotions. Oh, and this made me laugh out loud. The little particular devotion was the guy said this. Santa is a big fat legalist. He's a Pharisee wearing a Christmas hat. Think about that. Santa only comes if you're good. He only comes to good boys and girls. Breaking news. We're not good boys and girls. My favorite ever Christmas card. From my window cleaner. The letter, the letter for Santa. Dear Santa. I've been good all year. Well most of the year. Okay once in a while. Forget it. I'll buy my own stuff. <laughs> Jesus did not come. That first Christmas. As a reward for our good behaviour. In fact, Jesus says, if you consider yourself good, righteous, whole, I didn't come for you. I've nothing to say to you. For I've nothing to offer you. You don't need a saviour. You don't need to be rescued. You don't need to be forgiven. You don't need new life. You don't need to be made all over. I have not come into the world for you. I've come for the broken. The guilty. The needy. The clue is in the title, folks. You only need a saviour. If you need to be saved. Jesus did not come. To condemn the world. But to save the world through him. Jesus did not come to be served. But to serve. And to give his life a ransom for many. 
Jesus did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. And finally, and this is a very solemn thing to say. But this is what Jesus said in Matthew 10, verse 34 and 35. Listen to this. It will make you sit upright in your seat. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be members of his own household. What a killjoy you are, Jeff. How could you do that to Christmas? And I suppose all I can say in my defense is this. I didn't say it. And I know who did say it. Do you know who said he didn't come to bring peace but a sword? The one whom Isaiah the prophet described in this way. For unto us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty Father. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. That's who said it. The person who said it was the one that the angels filled the skies at his birth and said, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. He's the prince of peace. He's heaven's peacemaker. But Jesus knows that his coming will divide mankind. The Savior has come and men and women will make their choice concerning him. And that great fault line of division will run through the closest of human relationships. At one level, Christmas is all about family, isn't it? You know, we see the rush of folks getting home for Christmas. You, you look at airports on Christmas Eve. Everyone's desperate to get home for Christmas. To be with family. We, 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 feel, we feel the hurt and the pain of ones who miss loved ones. You know, the empty seat going in to Christmas. We know, we know it's all about family at one level. Christmas is about family, but it's about something even greater than family and human relationships, no matter how intimate and close. God has sent his son into the world to rescue us from our sins and bring us back to himself. And that is the most fundamental relationship of all. And it tops all others. The coming of the Son of God to be our Saviour has consequences. It forces a division between those who respond to him and those who reject him. And here is the most solemn truth of all, guys. This dividing line running through humanity will remain in place for all eternity. 
God has given us himself. We will either stand with him in gratitude and surrender. Or we will stand against him in continued rebellion. Christmas has consequences. Here's what Christmas is not about, guys. And it's glorious what it's not about. Jesus did not come to condemn, but to save. Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Jesus did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And Jesus did not come to bring peace, but a sword dividing the world of sinners. This Christmas, may each of us truly grasp what Christmas is not about. Thank you for listening to this Castlereagh Fellowship podcast. For more podcasts, Bible teaching videos, and to see what's going on at the church, please visit our website, castlereaghfellowship.com. God bless.